Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Jay, guess who I am now friends with on Facebook? You have a lot of friends, so I mean, I don't know. Could it be Michelle Obama? No, it's a current 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days cast member. Really? Yep. <laughs> oh, um, is it Michael's mom? It's Tim. You're friends with Tim? Oh my gosh. This is going to make this situation a little more awkward now. No, I last night became hyper aware that, <laughs> I mean, listen, the chances of him actually listening to this podcast are probably slim to none, but I started thinking back to everything we've said about we've him. We've said so a lot far. of things about Tim. Although I was telling my neighbor came over last night. That's how this whole thing started. My neighbor came over. We were having some adult beverages. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing I know, I'm sending Tim a friend request on Facebook. But I told my neighbor, I said, I feel like I've really been defending Tim for the most part in that a lot of I think what we're seeing is that he is taking this process very seriously. Yes. And he's hyper aware that there is a camera crew filming everything. And he doesn't want to come across like some, you know, jerk who just flew down there to like hook up with this pretty girl and then go back home. And it's one of those situations where when you try your hardest to like not do something, you kind of end up doing something, you know, right. you try your hardest to like, okay, I'm not going to make this mistake. If you're playing like a, a baseball game, so I'm not going to make a mistake. I'm not going to make a mistake. And then you make the error right. because you're trying, you're over overthinking. Yeah, and, you're overthinking. And, that's, and, and we're going to get to that in a minute, but that's something that definitely Tim says in part one of episode nine, that part of the problem that he's having is that he's really overthinking this whole thing uh, and absolutely. he's getting stuck inside of his own head. Hi, welcome to the Reality Bites podcast. It's Megan and Jay. Before we jump into part one, one of episode nine big weekend plans jay no 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 not at all not at all uh, just you know family stuff maybe some yard stuff my brother's uh, coming to town from australia so that's gonna be i guess that's kind of a big deal i, I didn't know you had a brother who lives in australia yeah i got a brother who lives in australia you know what is he doing there uh he's like a teacher or something like a 10th grade is he older or younger a little bit older a little bit older yeah. how long has he been living over there uh, about 12 years or so jay is an onion man there's so many layers <laughs> to you and every time i've learned something new about you i'm always like how did i not know that yeah so he'll be here next week and he'll be hanging out he just kind of travels around he's a gypsy basically and actually he went to uh, romania and uh wrote like the travel guide for romania and like transylvania and stuff like that but anyway <laughs> megan what are you doing what's going on with your weekend uh i'm going to new york city i um hey. yeah so i have an older brother who's married and has three kids and i moved back to the east coast at the beginning of the year and you know listen a lot of the times when we get together as a family it's all about the kids right which it should be they're very young my niece is five my nephew's three and then and there's a baby. And so I think my parents were just kind of like, let's do something just the three of us. So it's me, my mom, my dad, and we're going to go see some Broadway shows. That sounds like fun. Yeah, I'm super excited. I got tickets to, it's called, it's a Tennessee Williams play. It's called The Rose Tattoo. And Marissa Tomei is going to be starring in it for like 
10 weeks only. Aunt May from the Spider-Man movies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was thinking more of my cousin Vinny. That's that's kind of what I think of when I think about Marissa Tomei. But yeah, so I'm super excited about that. We're going to go see Hamilton. We're going to go see Waitress on Broadway because Jordan Sparks from American Idol. She's in it right now, so just going to Broadway it up. Just get my show tunes fixed. Sounds like a good weekend. I'm going to come back singing all kinds of (laughs) stupid Broadway musicals. I do love the theater, though. It's like something that it's. I'm always so mesmerized because I have no acting abilities. I am. I can't sing. I can't act. <laughs> like so, when I watch people do it, and they and they're the best in the world at right, it, right. it's. I like. I'm kind of in awe of what they're able to do. So that's why we won't. We're not going to have a new episode of the podcast for about a week, but we will be back to recap part two of episode nine, part one of episode ten. But we are now getting ready to preview what's coming up this weekend, Sunday night on episode nine of 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days. Awkward. Should we start with Tim and Jennifer? Because we've already been talking about them a little bit. Yes, and awkward is the word of the podcast because I feel like there's some awkwardness in just about everybody we're going to talk about. And oh my gosh. And Tim is probably the most awkward. If you ask any male out there, this is the most awkward situation that can yeah, occur. Yeah, I, I mean, again, because I'm friends with Tim on Facebook now, <laughs> I'm going to be go a little very from- selective about what I say in the event he does happen to listen to this. <laughs> I do. I think Tim really likes Jennifer. And, and anytime time you're about to potentially enter into a new relationship with someone it's really scary it's a scary process to be vulnerable to let your walls down and to show someone all of your sides the good the bad the complicated because we all come with so much baggage emotional and otherwise these days it's a scary thing especially as you get older because you you've been hurt so many times in the past and you don't want to go through it again and i do believe that that's a big part of tim's problem is that he looks at Jennifer and he's like, if I fall in love with this girl, she's going to destroy me if it doesn't work out. Mind you, he does tell us that things just ended with his Colombian ex a year ago. Right. So that's not all that far removed. I mean, if you go through a major heartbreak, it takes a long time to heal from that. They were together for two years. They were engaged and it just kind of all ended. And that's the thing I took away from a lot of the episodes. I actually started writing down, you know, because the the, uh, participants are starting to talk about how long they're in these places and how long these other relationships were and you know tim and jennifer they've been together for about four or five days now not very long and his last relationship with this woman who he clearly still has i don't know if it's necessarily the same attraction but he's she's still in his head of course only ended a year ago and i feel like this is more of a kind of a rebound situation more so than he probably wants to let on right right also speaking of the timelines if he split up with his colombian ex a year ago i think we found out early on that he and Jennifer have been talking online for about seven months which means he met her and he had only been broken up with his ex for five months which is not enough time to get over a devastating heartbreak so then he starts talking to Jennifer for seven months and now he's gone down to see her and given that timeline it could seem like Jennifer is more of a rebound and as we said for Jennifer this is probably more of a I need someone who can be a father to my daughter who's ready, to- who's ready. and he ready. doesn't really come across as being ready for it and is still very much fear-based and afraid that the same thing's going to happen again, which means he hasn't fully healed from it. Now, it's easy as a watcher of the show to be like, you're down there in Columbia with this gorgeous girl who is giving you every go-ahead green light that there is. (laughs) 
Yes, and she is. you still can't like <sighs> seal the deal. Like, come on, you That's know. That's a tough one. That's like, tough to watch. And and we do see they wake up in the morning. Tim is apologizing to Jennifer because things apparently were after they kicked the film crew out. Things are moving in one direction, and it sounds like he's the one who stopped. Last night we definitely share um, romantic moments, and we were you know like touching each other. But we didn't, like, consume completely, you know? We didn't, like... She didn't have sex. We didn't have sex, no. I mean, the first kiss and everything, and then we came here. But, like, it became a little bit different, and I didn't understand why. And that's why I was asking you, like, what's wrong, and you just didn't talk to me. We were kissing, we were touching, we were making out, and then uh, just I couldn't shut my brain off. And she could tell I was distracted, and, you know, we waited this long, it's like it needs to be perfect, so we stopped. I told her that I just needed some time to think, so we rolled over and uh, we went to sleep. She was very understanding. She was actually surprisingly very understanding. She actually, it kind of felt like she felt bad for him and that, you know. I understand where you're coming from. And I still want to, you know, kind of pursue this and see if this can still happen. However, we do see a preview for what's coming up. This is a swing. I'm not doing it. Took hours to live, took hours to see, to enjoy, took hours for everything. Maybe you're not the right for me. Maybe. Then go. It's not going to go very well. She's a lot less understanding. She's a lot less understanding (laughs) when it comes to him being afraid of some sort of, I don't know what they're doing, zip lining. And he seems a little over it, too, as well. I feel like, you know, the best thing for this couple, as we said probably a couple episodes ago, is like, hey, you know what? Have a good time in Columbia. Yep. Hopefully hook up. Apparently not. But whatever. Just go your other ways. And it'll be like, this was a wonderful vacation in Columbia that I had. And hopefully this experience is really showing him that he needs some more time to figure out what he actually wants. And whether or not he's done with his last situation, he can reconcile that, put it away, and then uh, I think the, I think the ex reaching out to him and and sending him the message I was just gonna say really that. threw him a little bit of a curveball. Right, and, but it also could be a good thing because he kind of indicated that there was no closure; it just kind of ended. Yes, and so if she's reaching back out to him, even you know, just say, "Hey, how you doing?" Maybe he can finally get that. Yeah, yeah, he needs some closure from that. I think before he will be able to move on. Uh, all right, let's do uh, Avery and Omar. Avery and Omar, they're finally married. They are married. She, Avery's only 19 years old. I forget. She's so young. She took off the Harry Potter cape so you can actually see her wedding dress. Beautiful dress. She looks really pretty. Her mom was able to be there to see her get married in mm-hmm. this very formal <laughs> ceremony. Yeah. There was not a lot of... Uh, <laughs> Avery's mom described it perfectly. It felt like a business transaction. That's exactly what it felt like. Did not feel like a wedding whatsoever. I understand it's a different culture. I understand things are done very differently. However, it was not a very romantic wedding. But afterwards, they go out to celebrate. They go have dinner. And now Avery and Omar drop the bomb on Avery's mom, Terry. Pretty nonchalantly, just kind of like. They are moving to Syria while they're waiting for Omar's spousal visa to be approved. Now, whether or not it can be approved is to be determined that's, because he's Syrian. And that's weird that you also wouldn't check on that. I mean, you knew that you're going out there. Why wouldn't you at least kind of like Google it? You know, I will say immigration law changes every single day. True. 
and that there was, you know, the ban on people from Syria being able to travel to the United States. Uh, To be honest with you, I don't know what the current status of all of that, which countries are banned, where, you know, which ones are not. However, you're right. I mean, if you're marrying someone, it is maybe consult with an attorney, maybe go see an immigration lawyer to, to find out if we get married. Is there any chance that he will be allowed to come here? Exactly. Because so, it's be important to you know, kind of plan your future regardless. I mean, if he's not going to be able to come to the United States at any point right. in the foreseeable future, then like she said before, maybe we have to move to you know Malaysia or Indonesia. But she's 19 years old. I mean, or, yeah, she's 19. The, the thing that like when I have to keep reminding myself is like I would do things a lot differently, but I'm also much older than <laughs> Avery. True. So I've had a lot more life experience. And I, I felt so bad for Terry when she found out that her daughter would be living with Omar in Syria. I want to get back to the U.S. First thing we're going to do is get a lawyer, apply for a marriage visa. But if the lawyer looks at our case and says, realistically, it's going to take longer than a year, I'm, I'm going to Syria. <laughs> I don't want to hurt you. I don't it's want not to. even about me. My job is to make sure you don't die or end up like... You think that I will invite her to the country that I'm unsafe? You think that all three are dangerous, but in the city that I, in the region that I live, so it's safe. It's completely it's safe. It's safe like right now. It's safe, but no what one if- can expect about the future. No one. <laughs> You could feel the fear. It was genuine. It, it was, was authentic. Real. It was real. And in the Facebook group, there were a lot of people saying like, oh, Avery's mom was so disrespectful. And I'm like, Avery's mom has been more of a super trooper than my mom would have been. My mom would have tranquilized me, <laughs> put me in a suitcase and dragged me back to the U.S. Like, I think her mom has been incredibly understanding. And I think her mom goes through kind of the normal range of emotions that most people would go through in a lot of these situations where she gets up she's shocked she gets upset she might have something to say about it and then as you've noted on several occasions she pretty quickly kind of turns around and says Calms okay down. let's go ahead and yep. work this out let's go find a shake let's go see if a mosque is open let's go see let's if go to can, the islamic court let's, let's go to the court yep. and, and this time she's like we need to get on the phone with a lawyer as soon as i get back to the u.s and find out how we can get him here because i don't want her going to Syria. that's exactly so. right i know we are team omar we are still team omar but <laughs> i like him a little bit less now i just a little bit less i have to be honest because the way that he very quickly goes from yeah, he got the... Like, she's my wife, and I'm in charge now, and sorry you don't like it, and I don't know. You got the Beyonce put a ring on, and all of a sudden, he's like, yeah, well, guess what? Sorry, Terry. She's my wife now. It's as my way I, or the highway. As I swipe through my phone, don't think I wasn't noticing Omar while you guys are having a conversation. He's just sitting there swiping through his phone, just kind of looking yeah. like he's unconcerned. And I will also say, one thing that kind of bothered me a little about, about Omar was, a couple episodes ago, he was talking about how, oh, you know, it's really dangerous in Syria, and ever since the war, things have been terrible, and he had a all of a sudden, last night, he's like, it's not Avery. that bad. Right. With Avery, he's talking about how water might not work a couple of days and you're going to be able to handle it. And Electricity's going to go out. And now, all of a sudden, he's like, oh, my neighborhood, my neighborhood is fine. Don't Where worry. Where I live is Where safe. Where I live is good. Don't worry about it. Like, yeah, come on. Omar. Yeah. He did change his tune on this the state of, of things. <laughs> Uh, very quickly after they got married. So Terry, I think part of the reason she was able to pull it together is because she said, when Avery comes back to the U.S., I have a couple months to try to talk
talk her out of going right. and living over there. So she still has some hope that maybe she's going to be able to keep her daughter in the U.S. But from what I know, because I follow all of them on Instagram, <laughs> Avery does, in fact, live overseas. I think they're in Lebanon. I think okay. that's where they're living now. But Lebanon's nice. You Like you said, the, the what did you call it? The Paris of the Middle East? The Paris of the Middle East. That's what it was called at one point. <laughs> Long time ago. <laughs> uh, moving on to Benjamin and Akini. Uh, these two. Akini, Akini, Akini. She's, yeah. She's she's annoying a lot of people. Yeah, that's that's the general sentiment online. When you talk about how young Avery is, you could really say the same about Akini. Except Absolutely. Akini isn't as young as Avery, but she acts like it. A yeah, lot of the time. Yeah. And and so, you know, we've got Benjamin, who's from Arizona, over in Nairobi, Kenya, with Akini. And Akini has kind of made him jump through a whole bunch of hoops and, you know, go to church and stay with her brother and meet her father and get the blessing and the elders and where's my gift? And now there's a bride price. Like, it's a lot. Benjamin, so far, has been willing to put up with all of it. He's been a trooper. He has. He really and now has. that they've gotten the blessing, still don't know what the bride price is. <laughs> I actually Googled it because I'm like, what is a standard bride price? Okay. What's the average? What would you say? I would say, you're talking about Kenya, maybe about 10000 Okay, so that's a that's a pretty good guess. I thought it was going to be much lower than that. They said it can range anywhere from less than $100 oh, really? up to tens of thousands of dollars. Wow. So I guess it depends on your status. Ooh, he's American. How high you are. Well, and on her side of things, in your tribe, I guess there's there are levels to it, how high up in the tribe your oh, family okay. is. That's true, yes. Um, and because he is the head of the church, I would imagine she's pretty high up there. She's in the like tribe. she's like prime real estate, like Boardwalk <laughs> right. Park Place. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Like she's she's gonna be pricey, but we still don't know what the bride price is. But where we pick up, they are now in Benjamin's Airbnb. Yes, Akini's mom knows she's there. Her dad does not. He thinks she's on a week long safari. <laughs> yeah. Benjamin's like, so where does your dad think you are? And she's like, on safari. <laughs> That's a, uh, okay. that's a that's yeah that's an interesting one. That's a very creative. Because again, <laughs> if I told my parents I'm going on safari for a week, they would have a lot of questions like the logistics. Okay, well, like where are you going to be staying? Exactly. And, but apparently, she just told her dad she's going on a week long safari, and he was like, "All right, cool, have fun." <laughs> <laughs> so they're now in the Airbnb. Benjamin says, we're going to sleep in separate rooms. They're going to try to wait until they get married to be intimate with one another. Because according to Benjamin, they both agreed that, hey, we're going to you know, be true to ourselves and our religion, which says we should wait until marriage. But according to her, <laughs> she's like, hey, she's like, uh, and maybe it was just the way she kind of phrased it or said it. But I kind of got a little weird when she was like, I've never been in a position where like I'm. I don't even think she said man singular. I think she said men or guys. Ha- what haven't wanted to have sex with me. Right. And it made it sound like there was multiple occasions where she had an opportunity. <laughs> it's 2019, though. <laughs> Women can sleep with whoever they no, want. No, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm not saying that, of course. But it just felt like someone, you know, Benjamin is clearly very into his religion. Yes. She is the daughter of a pastor. Well, they're the wildest ones. You, you, that's what they say. I know. I've, I've had a couple of friends who were, you know, yeah, and they were definitely always. Preacher's daughters. I know Benjamin thinks that her values align with his. 
his. And so Benjamin is definitely taking it very seriously. I thought that she wouldn't take it quite as seriously because she is younger. But the way she made it sound is like, hey, what's the deal? Like, she ready to get it on. <laughs> she, I mean, that's how it came across to me. She's like, well, there's two beds in the bedroom. And he's like, yeah, but the temptation. She's like, so if I walk by in a towel, it's right. like, oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> so they do go to a safari park. Right. A little safari walk. So it wasn't a complete lie. She did go to a safari park. And interestingly <laughs> enough, the American had to pay $22 to get in. She only had to pay $2 to get she's in. she's Kenyan. Yeah. So that's, that's a 90% hey. increase. <laughs> they go for the tourists. They know <laughs> that they can charge more. But again, that's reflective of what they're going to expect of Benjamin when it comes to paying a bride price. Right. If that's any indication, he's in some real trouble. Some real trouble. So they're at this safari park and Benjamin brings up his son, Grayson, and the idea of being a stepmom. And here we have Akini. Like, she was like, I don't want to. Yeah, she was real. Like we said, she's very immature and in the sense that she's selfish. And I feel like selfishness is a trait of immaturity. You don't have to be immature all the time. But when you're selfish, at least at that moment, you're being slightly immature. And it felt like she was being a little kind of selfish in her response of, well, I don't want to. And I just want to be his friend, which is understandable that she has those concerns. But it's coming from the same person who, once again, two episodes ago, was all about, well, let's not talk about like issues and problems so much out in the open. I kind of keep them inside. But when this issue came up, it was really clear, like, hey, I just kind of want to be his friend. I want to go back to the room and get jiggy jiggy with you. Like, what's going on here? Right. And he's definitely looking for stepmom for his son, Mm -hmm. potential future wife. Absolutely. And I question whether or not she's ready for that based on the things that she says and the way she acts. I was so hopeful in the beginning for this couple, but now I'm starting to have some serious doubts. Yeah about how this is all going to work out Absolutely. Up next, who do you want to do? I would like to talk a little bit about Angela and Michael. Okay, good. Because Angela showed a little bit of a restraint during this episode, which I was surprised at. Yep, she's sitting at the pool. She got her cigarette in her hand. (laughs) dipping her feet in the water. And here comes Michael. He brings her a drink. And they start talking about this whole idea of having a baby. I mean, just be honest. I got to know where you stand. To be honest with you, it's all up to you. I mean, I'm not going to do it. But if you want me to do it. If I let you. If I said it was okay, you would have sex with another woman to pregnate her to have a baby. I'm shocked you would say that. The only thing that hurts me and pains me enough in my heart that I can't bear a child for you and I love you with all my heart. That you would say, okay, I love you, staying right there, I'll be back, and I'm going to have me a child and a family, I'm going to be with you, but I'm going to go over here too and see my child. You have plenty of time when I'm dead and gone to get your own child if I can't perform one, because I will not ever agree to that. I know you've done a lot for me, and I want I want to stick with you, be with you. I'm saying I will do everything you ask me, but if it ain't enough, Michael, is it going to be enough for you? There's my answer. It's not. If a baby's so important to you, Michael, you need to find you a younger woman, but stop wasting my damn time on you. I cannot bear a child if I can't. And if you ever think that I will let you another bitch to have a baby, you got the wrong 
one. And he still wants to, he says, I'm sticking with you. And to Michael's credit, he was trying to, again, this is maybe where some culturally, some communication, maybe some age, where it's not quite coming across the same. In Michael's mind, I have to believe that he thinks, well, you know what? I'm not going to do it if you don't want me to, but I really want a kid. And if you allow me to, then that's when I would do it. And for her, it's kind of like, you shouldn't even, it should never even come across your lips or your mind to even think about it. Right. I'm still very curious whether or not he's going to come to the U.S. I mean, when this was filmed months ago, they were awaiting his, his K-1, K-1 visa Correct. to be approved. Like, I want to know, has it been approved? Is he here now? What's what's the what's the current status? Well, the surprising restraint that I noticed was she was, you know, she was a little bit upset, but she said, you know what, Michael, I don't want to talk about it anymore, but I'm not mad and I still love you. I just don't want to talk about it right now because it is getting me upset. Whereas I feel like Angela and this, she said it's only been day four, by the way. Oh, yeah. So Angela on day two would have been like throw the drink Explosive. in his face and dump him in the pool. But this Angela is more like, hey, let's just kind of chill out and have a good time right now and we'll talk about this some other time because it's upsetting me so maybe she's changing a little bit maybe maybe she's making strides <laughs> making strides in legos uh so moving on to caesar and maria caesar this show knows how to drag out a storyline we have seen caesar leaving mexico leaving cancun for like the past two episodes right we get it she's not coming <laughs> the trip is over and they made it sound like he was gonna leave cancun and go straight to the Ukraine and I was fired up. I like, know, you I was were ready. ready you for were it. ready for it. And now we find out that that's not what's happening. He's going back to Jacksonville, North Carolina. He's going to work. He's going to save up money <laughs> and he's going to give her a week to cool off. He's going to reach out to her again. But but yeah, can you imagine like going back home after everyone in your life has oh tried to gosh. warn you and then having to be like, oh, well, you guys were all right. She was just using me and she never showed up. And Maybe that's why he didn't answer that day when we had called him. Maybe Maybe that's maybe he told people like if anyone calls here asking for me i'm not here the good news is, is because they're broken up he doesn't have to send her money right now so it should take him a lot less time to save up the money hopefully to fly to the ukraine hopefully but he does say that his intention is to fly over there meet her try to win her back remind her that he loves her and that they're supposed to be together which... reminder of all the good times when i was sending you money remember that <laughs> remember when send... that remember when <laughs> I used to send you eight thousand dollars a year don't you like those days come on okay up next remember Rebecca and Ziad. Oh boy, very interesting. Very interesting. Another awkward situation. So they're going to the Medina. Uh, so the way that they set this up, they're on their way to the Medina. Ziad is going to talk to his sister without Rebecca there. Right. To try to smooth things over. Convince her that Rebecca's a good person, that she doesn't need to dislike her, because <laughs> Ziad's sister has made it very clear that she's not a fan of Rebecca's, does not want her brother to move to the U.S. And so they pull up and they get out of the car and Zied asks her for money. Which Rebecca says is pretty common and that she doesn't really question it. He asks for money. She kind of just gives it to him. But he's never asked for this much money. He asked for three zero zero dinar. And then he goes up to five zero zero dinar. And Rebecca says that that's about the equivalent of 200 US dollars. Which is still a lot. And when she asks him what he needs it for... He was kind of like, uh, well, uh, present. I'm, I'm gonna buy, buy something for my sister. Buy something for my sister. Buy a present. That's a what I'm gonna A two hundred dollar gift for his sister. And she asked him again, and it was kind of like, why? Oh, because, uh, you know, I'm just, I just need it. I just, I just for need something. It. For something. It's really weird. It was very bizarre. At first, I thought 
maybe he's going to buy her an engagement ring. That's exactly what I thought. With her own money, and that's why he's not telling her. That's the only thing that would kind of make it okay. Not okay to buy her an engagement <laughs> ring, a $200 engagement ring with well, her own money. It worked for Caesar, kind of. Well, it didn't really it work, did for work for Caesar. It did not work for Caesar. At all. But it, Caesar did have the same thought process. He did, along, yes. along the lines of how much you should spend on an engagement ring. So all we see is that he takes the money, he walks off, she is having this real oh sh- moment mm-hmm. of like he's using me whatever just happened did not feel right and that's got to be a terrible feeling it does and i don't know if you know i thought well maybe he saved up some money as well and he just needed a little bit extra and so he was like well 300 500 that should be enough to cover what i want to do i don't know it just seemed kind of odd hopefully that- in part two of episode nine we see exactly where that money goes. And she seemed to not have a problem confronting him on several different occasions. And she kind of let this one go pretty easily. Uh, which I also thought was strange. I like think you in the moment. Like, what kind of things are you looking at? Like, you're going to buy her some jewelry? You're going to buy her like. Yeah, a, or why don't we go buy it together? Yeah, or and why can't you, we buy it together? Right. And then you can take it to her. Yeah, the whole scene was a little bit confusing, but you definitely get the sense that all the alarm bells everything's going off in her head right now and she's not happy about what has just taken place where he takes 500 dinar doesn't tell her what it's for (laughs) and walks away yeah i mean i'm gonna stick with he's going to buy rebecca an engagement ring he tells mom that he wanted to ask her to marry him and so maybe that's what he's thinking right now. maybe i mean they are at a shopping area (laughs) may i don't know that yeah but i i I felt bad for rebecca in that moment because you could tell she was just like what just happened and he's never asked me for that much money before and and he's a litter bug by the way he's throwing trash out the window (laughs) he's just like oh tunisia's cool yeah this is what we do fine it's okay it's okay no problem (laughs) all right Oh, I'm glad Here we, we saved go. these people for well, last. I had to save it for last. Oh, my gosh. When it comes to Tom and Darcy, just when you think, okay, Tom gave her the talk about being mature and how she needs to cut out the tit for tat with Stacy. We're in Albania. I don't even really want to be here. I'm not having a good time. Like, you need to get it together because if we had done what I wanted to do, who you, knows? You would have like, been engaged by now. Maybe I would have proposed to you if we had gone to Grand Canaria. So you think maybe Darcy is going to, like, get it together, but the exact opposite opposite happens they are getting ready to go out it's their last night in albania thank goodness they are getting ready and here we go with darcy taking forever to get ready she's putting on some like self tanner or whatever like some glitter glow lotion or something like that gotta glam it up gotta get glam she's like should i wear my hair up should i wear it down should i put in a ponytail should i wear it to the side tom does not tom is worried about his own hair gel and he's just like whatever you want to do so the three of them are at the door trying to get her to hurry up and this is where man i just stacy really like antagonizes her see yeah as much as darcy needs to get together i feel like stacy is just a less annoying although still annoying less petty although still petty version of darcy yeah they definitely know how to push each other's buttons they go to i thought they were going to a club but apparently they're just in like a bar yeah and and you can tell that darcy is three sheets to the wind well first of all the first shot that was coming was going to be what a cucumber was it a cucumber martini or a cucumber shot mm, i'm gonna go with doesn't matter because what happens is stacy tries to order a drink for herself and then says darcy will have the same thing and out of nowhere darcy's like no i want my own thing i do what i want right tom says what about darcy and stacy says oh same thing we're twins 
And then Darcy immediately is like, oh, no. I do my own thing. I do my own thing. <laughs> I like mine a little bit sweet. And Stacey's like, all right, well, then say it. You know, go ahead and make a suggestion. She's like, oh, Tom has it. Clearly indicating that Darcy has no idea what she really wants. Right. She just knows she doesn't want to do the same thing as her sister and right she now. She doesn't want her sister speaking for her. Right. And, and it's just ridiculous. And it's just ridiculous behavior. So it begins. From that point on, it is nothing but a back and forth between Stacey and Darcy. Darcy's getting a little jealous. She's acting very childishly. She She's comparing relationships. I think it's become so innate in the way she is with her sister that she's totally unaware of how that affects anyone else around them. Be you and relax. Be you in the relax and the love. Yeah. Just when it feels easy, that's when you know it's right. Yeah. You just know when you know. Yeah. She's made you. They have time for talk. He loves me, Darcy. He loves me for life. Are She's jealous. Are you being jealous? No, I'm not jealous. Oh, I got what I want. Yeah. Why have you got to be like that with Stacy? I don't know. I feel like, why is she being like that with me? It's always a tip for tap. I think you need to relax. Right? Really? So tell me no. about my relationship. I know when you, you know got that. engaged for two Stacey. weeks. Calm down. I don't think that Calm was down. normal. Calm down. That wasn't normal. I have my ideal, and you're not going to f*** it up for me. I would never f*** it up for you. I want your happiness. Oh, so once again, I'm getting blamed. You know what? I get it. And Tom so made a beautiful vacation for me. Don't bring me into no. this. Don't bring me into no. this. Here we go. Now she's blaming all of us. It's not really fair. Listen to me. It's going to be here for fun, all right? It's not for talk. And we... Yeah. Stella. Yeah. Stella. Go ahead, Lauren. Everybody's taking it out of me. Everything... Is Tom love you? You love Tom? I don't know Everything. if he does. Tom. I don't feel like he loves me. Yes. What do you feel is love is coming for you? No, but I want to hear it from him. Darcy, tell me. Tom, I think he's not love me. Is Darcy need to... Every second is need to say, I love you, I love you, I love you, to be happy. No, we're best he's, friends, uh, but I me. want more. He's, Just he's trust and believe, me. Darcy. Is that, no, you need it. to tell her to stop it. Yeah, I... I Darcy is clearly intoxicated. She is very intoxicated. She's kind of slurring her speech. <laughs> She's crying again, upset because Tom hasn't told her that he loves her. And you want to talk about what's that? There's a country music song, Hydra Crazy and Start Acting Like a Lady. <laughs> Her crazy is showing. There's no hiding it. It is just overflowing because it's like all of a sudden she starts telling Florian, like, I don't know how he feels about me. And he's standing right beside her. Florian says, all that matters is that you love Tom and Tom loves you. And she's like, I don't know that. I don't know. I don't think they actually I don't think he does. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and Tom is just standing there like, why are you bringing me into this whole situation? Right. This has nothing to do with me. And Darcy's been on this show before. She has. She has been drunk on this show before absolutely she knows that people watch it and are going to ridicule her for the way she's acting and yet she keeps doing it now i get it they're all out you know you can't be like oh i'm not going to drink because the cameras are here and i don't want to be drunk on camera because then i act like a raging lunatic <laughs> but you would think that maybe she would exercise a little bit more restraint but no no so next thing we see darcy is outside and the camera follows her outside 
outside and she's full-blown temper tantrum you know we're here in albania it's not a romantic vibe that i thought that it would be i'm trying to give love and show love but but then he backs off so something's not right something is not right just don't honestly think that loves me back i don't know Like a three-year-old. This isn't fair. But the, the context of it is, why doesn't he love me? This isn't fair. Why does Stacy get to have happiness and I'm with a guy who won't even tell me how he feels about me? It's not fair. And it's like, what? It's just so not a good look for a 44-year-old woman. It's not a good look. It's not a good look that it takes alcohol for her to come to a lot of the realizations that all of us have been seeing the entire time on this show is that, yeah, he kind of likes you, but he's not that into you. He's that, not where you are. He's right. not ready to be your knight in shining armor he's not gonna shower you with compliments all day every day and dote over you the way you want someone to and honestly i have some questions about stacy's relationship with florian as well like oh yeah that, that doesn't seem like it's all on the up and up either so i wouldn't be so jealous of them at this moment apparently darcy recently started tweeting about their relationship and about how stacy keeps asking family members to sponsor florian and there were a series of tweets all seeming to reference the fact that Stacy and Florian are having a lot of problems I guess getting him here but I will say that prior to Darcy going outside and having her temper tantrum Stacy and Florian were really rubbing it in her face oh it's like oh kiss me my man oh you're oh my angel let me kiss you and oh I love my man he looks so good I just want to take his jacket off and that would be annoying I'll give her that there was that moment when all that was happening where it did feel like it was even Tom was kind of like why are you being so mean to your sister and I'm thinking to myself well you know Stacy's not instant in this either Tom and so you should really Stacy is an instigator right. Stacy is doing things on purpose that she knows are going to upset Darcy and rub her the wrong way and like I said I feel like Stacy antagonizes her this these two like this is, this is a case study this they need to absolutely. be studied <laughs> absolutely <laughs> just wonder, nasty I wonder if it's very similar to the Tim situation we talked about earlier where he's hyper aware so he really kind of shuts down and tries not to expose too much whereas they know the camera's on and it's like I need I'm to expose her. I need to be better than her right now. Yeah. I need to show or that I'm, I'm more put together, more successful, more have more of whatever. Or I need to expose who she really is. Right. Because she's going to act like she's Miss Perfect and, and that her life not. is so great and she's not. Right. So that could very much be a big part of what we're seeing play out. But then you've got poor Tom over here who's just like, <laughs> can I just go home, please? I just <laughs> I just wanted to go to Grand Canary. I didn't, I didn't want to be here in the first place. And, uh, and yeah, so where we leave off with Darcy and Stacy, Stacy is going to go outside to try to talk to Darcy, which is probably th- just going to throw more gasoline on the fire. Like the absolute <laughs> worst thing that she could do <laughs> absolutely, is try to go talk to her. But that's exactly what's about to happen. And how is this night going to end? It can't end good. I don't see it ending happily. Ever it's going to be more. I guarantee it's going to be scry- more crying. Uh-huh. Probably some screaming. And it's going to end with Darcy drunk as a skunk and Tom having to put her to bed. I mean, she's only been on this trip for a week or so. From the time that she left the U.S. Right. to go to England, we saw her drunk on the first night. Yes. And now, crying. Drunk and crying on the first night. Yep. Now she's drunk and crying again. And this is their last night in Albania. I just... <sighs> 
I, after I watch her, I feel like I need a nap. I feel like I need <laughs> to go lay down. It's emotionally and physically draining. Just exhausting. To watch them. At least on the brighter side, hopefully Stacy won't be in too many more of the episodes. They'll go back to just being Tom and Darcy because the two of them together, I just cannot handle anymore. Uh, at all. They, <laughs> and In fact, the fact that they live together. Right. How does that even work? How in the world? I mean, we do know that at one point they got into a fight so bad that the cops were called. That's true. So it's not, it's not all, God, they just need two separate apartments. They need to get their own apartment. They each need their own apartment. They need a duplex. That's what they need. They need a duplex. Maybe <laughs> they can live next door to each other, but they do not need to share a living space. And you're right. Hopefully, as we move on to part two of episode nine, Darcy and Tom will go back to England. And I don't think there's any saving this trip so far So as, as of where we are now. The only glimmer of hope that I have is that it seems as reality kind of sets in for Darcy and as she kind of reaches these uh, milestones of disappointment where it's very crystal clear that Tom isn't into her, she seems to be a little more rational, a little more normalized, where she says, okay, well, maybe he doesn't like me as much. I don't really know where we stand. And maybe she can kind of... She's not as delusional. She's not as delusional. So maybe some of that facade will kind of flake away and she'll start to be a little more regular Darcy, who Tom seemed to really like, at least online. We'll see. I don't know. To be determined. (laughs) TBD. All right. We'll be back with a new episode next week. Absolutely. And uh, the Reality Bites podcast, I know I say it every episode, is on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. We would very much appreciate it if you would subscribe and rate.